Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey, oh, this is Cinebuds. I am 889's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about Hamilton. The $10 found a father without a father got a lot farther by working a lot harder by being a lot smarter by being a self-starter daughter to your union and the hope that you provide Hamilton is the Broadway play that was released in 2015 and five years later it has come to Disney Plus. It was recorded in 2016 with the original cast including Lin-Manuel Miranda and a live audience with a bunch of cameras on stage. So it is filming the stage play. Um, Kay Polly, do you want to give a rundown of plot or do you just want to go into your hot take? I mean, is this a movie though? technically good question great question <laughs> we'll talk about it later um here's what here's my hot take i can't wait to say this because i've been i've had this locked and loaded this is like right. when uh this is that old trope when like a cool teacher is gonna like relate to the kids and the way they talk uh, <laughs> oh boy and they're like hey i'm gonna teach you a lesson but i'm gonna teach you through rap it's like a Michelle Pfeiffer, a dangerous minds. <laughs> it's like in their in their head, like the teacher's doing Hamilton essentially, but what he's actually doing is something like, "I'm Mr. Stevens, and I'm here to say like that kind of thing." Oh my god! Yeah. However, it's that, but done absolutely the best way imaginable. <laughs> it totally is. I totally. Absolutely get what you're saying. <laughs> but did it transcend oh, that? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But honestly, I learned so much. <laughs> I was like, I thought I had a general knowledge of what was going on. And then I was like, oh, that's some interesting stuff in here. But uh, yeah, overall, just a stunning, stunning Broadway show. There is a there's a part that's like, what hasn't been said about Hamilton that, you know, yeah. like it generally agreed that it is very good. I think the things that really stand out in this movie right. is uh the character development and Lin-Manuel Miranda is a star and this is it is so well written the characters yeah. are so well developed it is so like to me as a person who has watched every single Disney movie ever made multiple times. Yeah. It very it very much is like a Disney movie. And I was just watching it being like, man, Lin-Manuel Miranda just like is Disney's next frontier. He just yeah. like embodies the entire thing. And he is so like charismatic and the delivery is amazing. And it is so incredibly well-written and done. I totally hear what you're saying with the cool teacher yeah. vibe and it's definitely theater kid ish there's a there's a learning curve because it's broadway and we're not used to broadway this, this is not a medium that we're familiar with um and we'll probably we'll get into that in the in the in the podcast yeah. as well but yeah overall i enjoyed it i mean not even overall like 100 percent 
this is an impressive show. Uh, I, I just, I, I like to fantasize that it originated in a classroom very suddenly, but it did. It, <laughs> it did. It. Um, and I'll say that Lynn Manuel Miranda is amazing. The fact that he wrote it, he, he's a good act. He's a great actor and singer rapper, but the stars for me were a lot of the, of the, uh, his co-stars, which I'll talk about more in the, in the podcast, but, but yeah, some amazing performances. Yeah, we will get into that. Hamilton, no surprise, it's very good. Yeah. We're going to talk about more about it when we come back, so stick around. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film and offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Okay, and we're back, oh, Christopher boy. Pollard. Let me. I was gonna try to think of like a thing of people coming back in the movie. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I just like the, I love the idea that we're the first people to talk about how good Hamilton is. Very funny. A lot of people will be very surprised to find out it's quite, quite good. Well, I, I, that's, I think that's part of like what makes Hamilton interesting and different and weird is just like the timetable of Broadway. So, so this is a movie, right? But it is a Broadway play that came out five years ago. And just the like, there's the fact that you can't see Broadway unless you are actually physically in New York, right? Uh, paying through the nose to go to a play makes it this kind of like weird commodity in itself. And so it's like everyone knows that Hamilton is good and that the like that the reviews have been great for five years. Yes, yeah. but we but most people haven't been able to see it yeah. until now five years later i know my girlfriend had was very familiar with the songs because she had listened to the album multiple times so you get the story through that but when we watched it she was saying like oh it's so great to see it because you finally kind of have a connection with what they're saying and who's saying it and i know so many people who've seen the play before it was on uh, tv and I was because yeah. you know tra- traveling shows and whatnot. I get yeah. that. I saw. But sti- oh, yeah. you did. Okay, I yeah. I did not, and I was only very very vaguely familiar with one or two of the songs. So this was like this. I still feel like I I feel when I watched it, I'm like, yeah, this is what this is what it is. Like I knew I knew that's what this is. Like I still feel yeah. very familiar with it, having had very little exposure to it, just hearing people talk about it so much. Right, and and the, you can listen to the soundtrack. So the soundtrack is available, but like. Broadway and watching it, yeah. Um, even though I had seen it, right. I had seen it in person. I'd seen the show in Milwaukee, and I still felt like it was difficult for me to comprehend because I just like don't really have a firm footing in Broadway. Yeah, you know, like going to New York, you uh, like when you're there, you just realize that Broadway is a thing that people do. It, it like seeing a Broadway play is like the equivalent of like us seeing a movie or like (laughs) going to a show. It's like, it's a thing that people do on a nightly basis. And it's like a really part of the culture. And I, 
I feel like it's kind of like more the there's a learning curve for us and it's more difficult to understand because we just like it's just not a thing that we're used to seeing yeah like we have great theater here obviously and people do go quite a bit but i for me personally it's something that is like a real rare occasion and it's not because i don't love it i really when i go i'm like oh this is great but it doesn't occur to me very often to be like oh i should go to a show it's just I, yeah. I don't feel like it's as ingrained in our culture as it is there obviously but I think there's a right. certain there's certain demographic or a certain group that is like, yeah, we're theater goers in Milwaukee. And then as right. opposed to New York, probably where like, no, there's everyone's a theater goer in Milwaukee if you can afford it. Or but I think they have a lot of opportunities for cheaper tickets there, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's just a very different vibe here. But yeah, the culture is is smaller here. Yeah. Um, uh, so how did that affect you watching it for the first time? You know, I felt like when I saw it in Milwaukee, um, I had also like, I didn't super get into the album just cause I have, I feel like I have to listen to like so much, uh, all the time. Yeah. And, um, I didn't really get into the album. And so there was a certain part that was like tr- just the whole time, just trying to comprehend yeah. what was going on and trying to hear things right. watching this. I felt like I had a, I had already like known some of the beats. So it was like easier for me. Yeah. How was it for like comprehending what was going on for you? Uh, it's definitely something that I would like to watch again. Cause at first you're just absorbing like how incredible they are. And it's, you have to keep up cause there's some fast rapping in this. Now uh, the, oh, yeah. the two things that struck me immediately were I loved the different styles of rap that they use throughout and different characters had different styles, which was yeah. so impressive and it matched their character. But there was, yeah. a, there was a couple of characters who David Diggs is apparently very famous for it. Oh man, he can, he can go real fast. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, man. There's like one part where he just rips yeah. and it's just like, wow, this is like, I have no idea what he said, but that was very, there cool. was one point. There was one portion where he says 19 words in three seconds. <laughs> wow. I didn't time it. I looked it up, but like, yeah, the, the number of words per second or per minute in this, uh, for some of the, some of the songs were just enormous. And so at some point, it's the fact that it's fast. It doesn't make it unclear. Like they're very succinct, and you can understand things. But at first, you're just taken by the style and like the the speed and the impression. You're just impressed. So kind of like you stop paying attention to the words for a second. Yeah, but man, and I, yeah. I think that that is. I, I think a difficulty with a musical for me is like comprehending the music and the words at the same time. Right. It's just like, or when you're listening to music, like those things, that's like why you don't watch a movie a million times. I mean, you can, but like for music is like a thing that repetition is rewarded. Right. And like, you kind of like need to listen to things a whole bunch of times to really like understand those both things sure. and those two things. And so seeing it for the first time, like is a little difficult. And I feel like, can have a lot going on, especially here when everything is like, when there is so much going on and there's so much compacted. But that being said, I think that they did a really great job. I think that the writing in this movie is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Or in this, in in the play is incredible. The way that Lin-Manuel Miranda builds the character of Hamilton and kind of, and builds the character of Aaron Burr and puts them against each other to be like the central kind of like, this the kind of like big 
big idea that's in this movie is to stand for something that you believe in no matter what. That like, don't, don't like Aaron Burr just be about yourself or to see where the wind is blowing and follow the lead. Be a leader and speak up for what you believe in. And that is like the undercurrent message. And then there's like all this stuff that goes in and out of that. Then that theme like comes up a time and time again. And also that it was like happened in real life that he saw these things that happened in real life to these founding fathers and was like, Yo, like this is the connecting factor of it. This is the larger narrative: is to to speak up and believe in something. That to to be able to like see that narrative and to write it in a way that is clear and has these messages, and to be able to kind of like condense these things down into a message is absolutely a masterstroke from Lin Manuel Miranda for sure. And I love that they show Aaron. First of all, they show Aaron Burr as a human that with faults and with uh, you know, the good and the bad. So it's not yeah. just a, a straight villain. It's like a complicated character. And uh, it, it's he, he's really portrayed as one of the first politicians who very famously now evade questions. Don't stand for anything because then people will have to pin you down. You'll have to give facts. Like just avoid a solid stance so Pete, you won't piss off any particular person. And I was like, wow. Talk less. Yeah, smile, smile more. more. And it's like, wow, that is just something that has, <laughs> from the very start, has been a consistent political <laughs> technique that is, yeah. just, is just disgusting. Um, I do want to point out uh, how much I liked particular people in here. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about the jokes, but if you want oh, to that, go into no, that'll go in smoothly because I the two standouts for me. Well, first, yeah, uh, Divi Diggs plays two characters: Marky de Lafayette, and then he plays yeah. Thomas Jefferson. Man, that yeah. guy is funny. Like he is so good. His like French accent that that one second where he steps out of the French accent. Is like is just reveals so much. There's like some. Do you remember what word it was? But he is like he's like on a rant and he's like talking like he is French, and then he's he like steps out of that accent and says it like he would normally right, say it yeah. and it's just like wow yeah. he is you don't realize that he is like that's not his real voice until he he has just these small moments where like alexander hamilton's on this rant real crazy and thomas jefferson just goes okay like <laughs> yeah. it's such a contemporary moment in his <laughs> really and he's a very good like physical yeah, actor he like kind of like has this like uh, gate the whole time yeah. or you know like he'll like bounce around yeah. and he it's really like physical yeah he was a standout for me and uh christopher jackson who played george washington yeah. uh, his he i think had the best voice in that show his songs because he didn't rap as much yeah. as he sang but his voice killed me every song he sang i was just like yep you could do this for the whole time and i'd be into it let me tell you what i wish i'd known when I was young and dreamed of glory, you have no control. Yeah. Yeah, I really loved him. And then I can't, and then I got to mention King George, Jonathan Groff, who plays King George. That was funny. He, his entire, like, his character is just so perfect. Yeah. 
You know, like it is the, it, it, his character is a perfect villain. Yeah. And like, I think that that's what like really reminded me of like Disney movies the most is like, he is very much like Scar or like these, these great Disney villains who is a villain, but is like, is not great at being a villain, but who, who loves being a villain <laughs> yeah. and is funny. Yeah. You know, like he's charming and charismatic and like you kind of love him even though he is like, even though he is the villain, his like not really caring about the US and like the, all these people like really care about this and he is just kind of like nonchalant in it and is like, you know, this this isn't as easy as you, as you think and his kind of like pettiness yeah. is just so funny funny and perfect in this. It's great. And he is, it's interesting. He's exactly the opposite of David Diggs physically, like the, how he plays it, but still very physical performance because he has to be so straight and stiff, but he has yeah. like this walk on stage, which is almost like a catwalk walk. He does out stage. Yep. And then he does this little thing with his shoulders and his yep. facial expressions, like the, the refrain of uh, some of his songs is da 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 da. You know, it's a very like poppy, fun thing. Yeah. He does it with this manic, crazy look in his face and spit coming out of his mouth. Yes. And it makes and- him look crazy. And the way that he hits those is yeah. like so cathartic, you know, it's like, oh, it just like feels good for him to like hit that, you know, that D. Right. Uh, yeah. And they just, yeah. they just, he just said something terrible. And then all of a sudden does this da da da, you know, fun little thing, but it real intense like a maniac, which he goes on and then he makes allusions to the fact that he will go mad one day. Um, yeah. And then Renee Goldsberry, who played Angelica, um, her songs were also amazing. And she also at one point, Starts rapping a mile a minute. I remember that night, I just might regret that night for the rest of my days. I remember those soldier boys tripping over themselves to win a praise. I remember that dream like candlelight, like a dream that you can fight praise. But Alexander, I think they clocked, they oh clocked her word count too, which was so impressive. But man, it's just a incredible. I mean, I could go on. I liked the big guy, I can't remember his name, but <laughs> the big guy who plays. Yeah. I think James Madison, and then I forgot who he played in the first one. But oh my gosh, when he he did he doesn't rap a lot, but when he does, he's got that more like aggressive growly style, which yep. I just I love, I love a I love a giant, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I liked him too. But I like everybody in this in this show is great. Surprise, surprise, Hamilton. We enjoyed it. Yeah, I I would recommend for those of you who've never heard of it. Uh, all four of you to uh, check it out. Uh, it is. I'm so excited that when I found out it was going to be online, and I did not want to get Disney Plus, uh, but yeah. I borrowed it <laughs> ah. so I could watch it. Uh, so that's great. Yeah, it turned out really good. And I love. Oh, I just want to say I love how they filmed it too. Apparently, they filmed it over two different performances, and there's a couple of little like inconsistencies you can see. If but I had to look them up, you can't see them naturally. And then occasionally, they apparently uh, filmed parts without an audience just so they could get those close-ups. But it looks seamless. Like oh, interesting. It was, I didn't yeah, know that. It was seamless the way they did. It was really well edited. What was an inconsistency? Oh, it was just uh, Angelica. She had like flowers in the middle of her dress in one performance, and the other one, the flowers were gone. And uh, they just shot back and forth between them. So you never, wow. I, I never would Didn't have, even, in yeah. a million years would have noticed Didn't clock it. it. No. Yeah. I just found it on some uh, site about it. Yeah. 
Well, okay, Polly, uh, if people like this, what else would they like? Don't see the film version of Les Miserables. Here's what I can tell you not to watch. <laughs> I think it, it's, a, like, it's like a difficult one because it is a stage play. Yeah. So, Well, here, I uh, will say there's a lot of shows uh, because people were quarantined for a while uh, and still are. Um, there's a lot of shows on YouTube, uh, like big shows, like Streetcar Named Desire that had Jillian uh, Anderson was in it. Um, they, there'll be brief moments online where you can watch those for free. And I know those are very popular at the theaters when, uh, when we had theaters uh, <laughs> to go there and you could see live theater, uh, sometimes live theater, sometimes recorded theater on the movie screen. So it's a, it is a popular uh, thing. And so I would check out, uh, see what's available on YouTube right now. Just put in, you know, Broadway shows. The, uh, what, what other, I forgot Royal theater, Royal Shakespeare company, I believe was doing one. Um, so yeah, just uh, check it out. There's a bunch of them available out there. Oh, I will also say there's a, a film that's going to come out online soon called we are freestyle love machine. Okay. And freestyle freestyle love machine was Lin-Manuel's improv rap group. He had before he, wow. and there's some great people in it and it's about him and his rise, not rise him and his like uh, early days. Uh, but there's some other amazing people in that group. And apparently, I haven't watched it yet because it's not. It was supposed to come out in June and it's been postponed, but should be coming out soon. But that seems like a great uh, coupling with for Hamilton, and then go back and see how the guy who made Hamilton started out. Wow, yeah. that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, and finally, my favorite segment of the week. Yeah. What else are you watching? You know what I just finished this morning. Is, what. Uh, the last I'm watching movies before we record yeah I, I watched some of it last night and then old man pollard got sleepy and so oh, i had boy. to finish it in the morning that happens more and more um yeah but i watched the final star wars wow yeah. the last one yeah the rise of skywalker i just watched it what'd you think what was your take here's the thing everyone was like panning it i thought it was really good did you Probably because all of the hype has completely faded away and all the anticipation and everyone that was excited was not excited and your expectations were significantly lower than everybody else's who was the culmination of three Star Wars sagas. (laughs) Well, yeah, it sounds like someone was disappointed. (laughs) I mean, I I, I don't don't really necessarily care. No big deal. I I think that is because the same thing happened with that Han Solo movie. I watched it like two years later and I was like, that's not right. so bad. Why is everyone so mad about yeah, this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. I actually, uh, my girlfriend had not seen the first original movies, which I am. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, yeah. Right. But we're going to watch, we're going to watch them. I'm not even the biggest star Wars fan. I'm not like a big star Wars nerd necessarily, but I did grow up with those original movies. So I, they, they mean a little something to me. Um, sure. But yeah, I watched this one. I'm like, this is perfectly nice. This is like, a, this is. I find it a very pleasant uh, and exciting uh, ending. And she got really into it. I, I at one point she kept saying, "Kiss, kiss." <laughs> uh, I won't say at what part, but it was appropriate. Sure. <laughs> that was pretty good. I haven't been watching anything like really good. The what I did watch this week was all three Hobbit movies. Oh wow! Yeah. And uh, 
There are three of them. Let me... Oh, and I watched Extended Edition, of course. And uh, let me give you a hot take right here. I like the Hobbit movies better than the Lord of the Rings. What? <laughs> I, That's controversial. That is controversial and a little bit bananas. I know. I just think that the storyline is a little cleaner. I think in the in the Lord of the Rings movies, there's like a lot more kind of like politics going on yeah. that and like stuff that I think would make sense if you read the books, but I never read the books. So sometimes I'm like, why? What is Gandalf's drive here? <laughs> you know, like what's this dude's angle or like for kind of everybody's. And I think The Hobbit is one that I like a little bit more like Bilbo is just chosen by Gandalf and Gandalf is just like, I see something in you that you don't see. And then Bilbo just kind of like lives up to what this person sees in him. And I think that that is adorable. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you like what you like. I'm glad you feel good about it. I'm glad you're fine with being wrong and you can move on with your life. I'm happy for all those things. That is what I'm doing. Can I do a quick plug for Sofa yeah, Cinema? I want, Sofa yeah. Cinema, which is Milwaukee Films online platform, uh, since we can't open right now, has some really good stuff, and I really want to dig in on it soon. Yeah, uh, there's a Ella Fitzgerald documentary. It's yes. called Ella Fitzgerald, just one of those things that I'm very excited to see. And then we also have another documentary about John Lewis, the famous uh, civil rights activist and senator, U.S. senator. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or representative. Oh, I should know that. I, well, watch the doc and find out. Is he US <laughs> is a U.S. representative? Um, but it's called John Lewis Good Trouble. That one is going to be – that one's – we've been getting, like, emails asking if we're going to show that. Um, wow. But that's – there's some – and there's a bunch of other good stuff on there right now. But those two I'm particularly excited about. So – Well, let's do let's do a Sofa Cinema next week. Yeah, absolutely. We'll watch one of those or any of them. Great. Hamilton. Watch it. Turns out it's good. Forget what everyone says about how it's awful. It's really good. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine just saying that it's awful? <laughs> no, what if, it's like saying you like the Hobbit movies better than the Lord of the Rings movies. Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Cinnabuds <laughs> is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. DJ Kenny Perez, I like you very much. Me too. Um, we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the license lab. Yeah, you're fairly good as well. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. The Newsk. Else Newsk. Uh, we also get support from Associated Bank. What up? Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, we get support from our members from 889 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. You're the wind beneath our collective wings. And this whole thing we could not do without the internet connection that is connected to the one and the only Christopher Pollard. Oh, I thought we were saying then. Okay. Well, I pre- better than Lin Manuel. It has been said. It's Christopher. It's been Pollard. said. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Thanks, everybody, and thank you, Bye-bye. and thank you.